What's up, everybody? Sultan of Strangles here, a.k.a. the Kimura King, a.k.a. the Ayatollah of Ankle Locks. It's been such a long time. I'm sorry, I'm super busy running my uh, tax practice plus running a gym and selling clothing. It's been a tough couple months, but I will get consistent on the podcasting once again. Very sorry once again. If you don't know where to reach me, you can find me on Instagram at K-O-O-L-R-A-K. You can find the podcast at Rambling with Rack. You can find the school at Immortals Jiu-Jitsu or check out the school website, immortalsjujitsu.com. All right, guys, Facebook, Mike Rakshan. If you need to reach me, you know how I always respond. Doesn't matter what time, doesn't matter what day. I always make time for people. So let's get into the episode. What's up, everybody? Sultan of Strangles here. Um, as I mentioned in a previous uh, voice note, um, I will. I finally figured out why my car was making some crazy noises. So what I'm going to do, I'm going to start recording in the car again because the reason it had so many crazy noises going on is because I had all-terrain tires, which suck, and it sounds like you're driving a fucking airplane, all right? So in this episode, I've been wanting to make it for a while, but I've been super busy. Um, This episode is going to be on competitions uh, that my students have done. Um, For those of you who are tuning in a little late, I am a gym owner and a jiu-jitsu competitor. I'm also an accountant. Uh, But I I always wondered, can I transfer the values I've learned on the competition scene competing over in 200 fucking matches? Can I instill those values in my students? And can I make my students successful in competition? And the answer is fucking yes. We, We did really, really well. So... In this episode, I'm going to go over two competitions that my students did and nobody came home empty-handed. Can you believe that? Imagine someone who's been training jujitsu for only about three months winning a gold medal. The answer is this. Ask yourself why Nikki Ryan, who is fucking was 17, beating the shit out of black belts. How? How was he able to do it? Well, the answer is this. It's not about how hard you work. It's about how smart you work. So if you're going to practice every day and you're starting from the knees, um, you're not doing positional rounds, you will get worse every day. You will not get better. You will get worse because 90% of your uh, training is going to just be passing each other's guard. You're going to be afraid to go for submissions because... Uh, if you fuck up, now you're in bottom freaking side control and now you have to spend the rest of the round getting out of there. If you do positional rounds, you will get better at jujitsu, meaning starting in mount, starting in turtle, starting in armbar, starting in guard. And once you submit from mount or get out of mount, you restart. Once you get out of turtle or get to guard, you restart. Once you pass the guard, you restart. Once you get out of the armbar, you restart. It's not a regular roll. And I've been doing this with my students, and these guys have become fucking animals. When my team moved to Puerto Rico, I asked myself, bro, how the fuck, how am I going to get 
what I had. Like, I have a life here. I have a gym here. I have a job here. I can't just move to Puerto Rico. So I told myself, let's see if I could turn what I have into a world-class team. And the reason I believed that I could is because JT Torres left Atos and he just started a gym in in New York um like uh, now I wouldn't call it upstate what is it Westchester and without his main training partners without his main world championship level training partners he was able to still win ADCC so it just goes to show that you can cultivate something really powerful you can you could um make a really great team in a short amount of time number one make your own students better number two this is not what i did but you could uh recruit people from other gyms that may have left their gym to come train with you guys uh you know higher level guys if they want to join maybe give them a discount maybe let them train for free and they will give back to you um well that that's my philosophy if you're trying to uh become better so with that being said uh one other aspect on why my students have gotten so fucking good is um uh, an idea wrestling wednesdays now um a lot of people at their schools they have takedown night which is retarded you know they they literally just do half-ass wrestling and then once they're losing the battle they pull guard or they try to do some type of a sweep whatever We do freestyle wrestling rules, meaning if you try to do a sumigeishi or whatever, you lose points because it's uh, negative. You're hitting your back to the mat. Number two, we wear wrestling shoes. When you wear wrestling shoes, you have to intelligently defend takedowns. You can't just turn around and run away. Um, So that's super important. Number three, uh, it fucking makes you stronger. like uh, jujitsu is the gentle art that's great but that could also be the biggest downfall because you can come to the gym and half-ass it every day and no one will say anything if you half-ass in wrestling you're gonna get fucking suplexed so you have to come give it your all every time this is why I try to go light on Tuesdays so I'm ready to go hard on Wednesday um, number three, it will make number four. I'm sorry, it will make your actual jujitsu better. You know, wrestling is all about taking it to the ground, but a lot of it is on the ground. You get to a front head position. You're fighting for a single leg. You have to figure out ways to get your opponents back to the mat, get his knees to the mat, and this will make you a much better overall grappler. I noticed my students; they're just regular ground techniques have gotten so much better because of wrestling and just another thing physical strength i know people say strength doesn't matter blah 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 it really does and being on your feet you know trying to move another person it's going to make you so much stronger right if you don't do a lot of uh, stand-up techniques i want you to just do this just try a couple rounds on your feet and see how gassed you get. Which brings me to my next point. People say, what do you do for cardio, bro? How's your cardio so good? Do you run 10 miles a day? Nope. If you want your cardio to get better, you gotta do a very simple thing, and that is wrestle. When you wrestle, it burns your cardio to the next degree. 
your lungs will be burning and you will at the same time be getting better at grappling. So always try to kill two birds with one stone. Now, I remember, um, oh man, one of the best, one of the best TV shows of all time, uh, Spartacus. Andy Whitfield died after season one, or it would have been the be- one of the best series ever made. Spartacus is a true story about um, a Roman gladiator who, I don't know if he got his freedom or not, but he started an uprising, a very successful uprising against Rome. And um, this series, you should really watch it. It was based off of that. And I remember one of the coolest things was, um, you know, Spartacus, he gets taken into a, uh, a ludus, which is a Roman gladiator school. And uh, in that school, there's this, there's the, there's the owner, Batiatis, and then there's the gladiator trainer, Animaeus. And I remember that resonating with me so much. I'm like, fuck, I want to be this guy. I want to be this guy that, that creates gladiators, you know, that uh, builds people up. And uh, it wasn't then. I've always wanted to have my own gym, but it was at that moment. I'm like, fuck, this is this is what I want to do. And I'm going to figure out a way to do it. I wish I did it earlier in life, but funny enough, COVID was the reason that, that I was able to pull the trigger. Another thing, I've said this in posts, but um, if you really think about the, the cartoon Pokemon, which uh, I loved to watch when I was a little kid, um... It's literally about some fucking teenager who goes catches these Pokemon and makes them fight each other. It's pretty crazy if you think about it. But um, if you think about what I do as a gym owner, I'm literally a real life Pokemon trainer. I get people off the street with no martial arts skills. I turn them into trained killers and I go pit them against other people's fighters. And, uh, and I get to see who wins. Uh, it's it's a it's such a fulfilling feeling not to just see um the success in the gym but their success in life you get to see their demeanor change their attitude change their confidence level go up like that means the world to me but on the other hand when you put a lot of time into someone and then you see that they quit or they're lazy that fucking breaks me so um I see a lot of these um I see a lot of these gym owners that are super jaded and only care about money and don't show up to classes, they get some of the cover for them. I never understood why. I'm like you fucking loser. Why would you go into the business of owning a gym if you're not passionate about it? And then maybe, you know, I ask myself, maybe at one point in their life they were passionate about it. You know, and then they're not anymore because of what happened, because of the people who betrayed them, because of uh, people giving up. And then one day they're just, you know what, fuck this. I'm just going to make my money and that's it. But then there are other instructors like my instructor, John Danaher, who the passion never ends. He literally just watches martial arts stuff all day not just jujitsu boxing kickboxing judo that's his life he loves he loves what he does 
Um, and then teaching us, he gets great joy out of that. So um, I used that as a platform on how to run my gym. Um, you know, it's a very simple system that he does, but I don't understand why people don't fucking follow it. It's so simple. You do positional rounds. You could teach gi and no gi. You, you break things down into more steps than freaking two steps. And your students will be very successful. My students have been nothing but gold and silver medals in competitions because I teach them the way John taught us. So I don't understand why people don't follow suit. Um, but anyway, yeah, that, that I just wanted to talk about that before I bring up the actual competitions. Now, the competitions I'm going to talk about today are Grappling Industries New Hampshire, Grappling Industries, um, or was it Maryland? And then I'm going to talk about my own competition in Houston. So I hope you guys enjoy and let's get ready for the ride. So let's start off. Uh, let's go in chronological order. Um, grappling Industries, New Hampshire. Now, with the rise of COVID, um, Grappling Industries is usually kind of a local tournament, guys. Like, uh, the one in Manhattan is stacked. It's like the toughest guys from Jersey, New York, Connecticut come and compete in that. So it's kind of like the some of the best guys in the country. Um, IBJJF competitions like New York Open or Pan Am, people are coming from all over the world. But with the rise of COVID and the lack of tournaments, the past couple tournaments I've done, Grappling Industries, New Breed, etc., I see people coming from Florida, people coming from Cali, people coming from fucking Canada because there's so few tournaments and we have so little to choose from. These local tournaments are stacked now. So um, the guy who beat me in IBJJF New York Open was at uh, the fucking New Breed and he ended up winning um, the title for that, uh, for the absolute. So um, yeah, Grappling Industries New Hampshire, it's a five, what was it, a five hour drive? It was a five hour fucking drive in the middle of the winter and I didn't know that New Hampshire is so much colder than New Jersey. Fuck. Now, people say, why is your school so successful? Find me another fucking coach other than me and Sean that are going to drive five hours, get a hotel, sleep overnight for a fucking jujitsu tournament. I get if this was like a UFC fight and there's money on the line. Yeah, but this is a, just a regular jujitsu tournament and we take that shit very seriously. And uh, our, our competitors thank us for that. So five hours, pay for a hotel, five hours back. It was a pretty expensive trip. And this is just to coach two guys. So let's get started with our first guy. Um, my student, Nick, who came from another school. Um, his other school just wasn't giving him the intensity that he wanted. He's a very intense dude. He's a cop, uh, correctional officer. And very intense guy. He's looking to get freaking hard rounds, train hard. He's really not. He doesn't really like the, um, you know, the, like, I guess you, no, I wouldn't say hobbyist, but like just the laid back jujitsu culture. And uh, he, he found his home at Immortals. And um, when he first started, he was a little rough around the edges, uh, technique wise. Wrestling wasn't really there. Um, not as tough as I wanted him to be. 
but after what he started in October or November, and then the competition, I believe, was February, maybe. After months and months of just physical, mental, and emotional abuse, I turned this kid into an absolute killer. So, didn't really have much of a wrestling background, but ended up taking down every single person in every single match. I personally think he would have got one gold if he just did no gi, but... He was so tired from the fucking gi that when it time came time for Nogi, he was kind of running on fumes. Um, did really fucking well. Uh, ended up whooping everybody. I believe he lost uh, one match or two matches. Um, the way grappling industries works is based off points. So let's say um, some guy beats me, but he beats everyone by points. But I lose to that one guy, but beat everyone by submission. I get more points, therefore I win. So... It was really cool to see my students uh, using the techniques we, we showed. Like, me and Sean are very wrestling-oriented, top game-oriented, um, body lock passing. And it's so cool to just watch our students do the same, as, same shit as us and win. So Nick ended up getting bronze. Super proud of him. Super tough. Went against some... He's, a, he's like a fresh blue belt. He was going against some veterans, some purple belts, and winning. So it was very amazing to watch him push through. He had, what, 10 matches that day? Yeah, it was amazing. Um, next student. And this was, this was um, this is a student who just started jiu-jitsu in October. No prior jiu-jitsu experience. And he ended up winning gold, which is wild. Um... He started with wrestling experience, no jiu-jitsu experience, and the way he won was fucking amazing. So next up was my other student, Wagner, who uh, just started jiu-jitsu at the opening of Immortals. And he's been very consistent, super hardworking, shows up to almost every practice, and just fucking learns. Like, a, a lot of guys will come with a wrestling background, and they will just fucking just wrestle but he actually works his guard he actually listens one about guard passing and technique so i knew that he was gonna have a very good showing um some funny things that happened while he was going was um i so i was far away from him uh so i couldn't i couldn't coach him from far away so i walked over to the other side and the coach of the other team was like, what the fuck are you doing? Get back to your side. And I was so in the moment coaching him that someone told me, yeah, this guy was about to swing at you. I'm like, holy shit. And then um, <laughs> the best, the I'll, I'll leave the highlight for, for the end. But it was so cool watching him literally walk through everybody. Takedowns, body lock passing, submissions, arm bars. Americanas and the last submission you'll never guess so it's the finals he's he's going against uh the guy in, uh that who also beat beat everybody and um he gets into a side control position and we all started yelling camel crusher camel crusher camel crusher and then this obnoxious bitch from the other team right up to me goes camel crusher doesn't work and um, I just smiled at her and looked back and my fucking boy, Wagner, finishes his guy 
with a fucking camel crusher and everybody erupted. My team, other teams, everyone was like, yeah. And there's a picture of it on my Instagram at K-O-O-L-R-A-K with me fucking yelling with my hands in the air and him finishing with a camel crusher. The most iconic photo ever. What was really cool too is that I've noticed that everywhere we go now, like uh, I'm surprised that we get stopped at least 10 times and we're like, and they're like, hey, are you the, are you the coaches of Immortals Jiu-Jitsu? Are you the Sultan of Strangles? Like to me and my fucking business partner, it's fucking awesome. And guys, remember, whenever someone, a fan, a supporter or whatever stops you, don't ever act like your fucking shit don't stink. Stop what you're doing. Take a picture with them, make a connection, get their number, become friends. I see a lot of these people that, um, you know, they get to a certain level in their life and all of a sudden they're hot shit and they don't have enough time to talk to their fans. You know, a lot of reason why I'm able to sell so many shirts and, um, you know, have a gym that grew so fast is because I make the time to respond to people. Um, It does get annoying sometimes. Sometimes you are trying to have a... uh, you know, intimate moment with the fucking girl you're out to dinner with, but it doesn't matter, man. Stop what you're doing and say hello because they're the, they're, they're the reason why you are where you are. So we ended that tournament, both people coming home with medals. Next tournament I want to talk about was Grappling Industries in Maryland, which was a great time. We had, I believe, five competitors that came down and they none of them came home empty-handed which was amazing fast forward a few months um we're at grappling industries maryland okay now our best student who we have been wanting to compete for a long time is finally going to compete and we had a little surprise for him if he did um he's a romanian wrestler by the name of tb who also very, very open to being good at jiu-jitsu, plays guard, goes for submissions, isn't just a freaking dumb wrestler. We've been wanting him to compete for a long time, but he works um, He works at his father's business that's very busy on weekends, so it's hard for him to get a weekend off to compete. Um, dude, this was wild. The first fucking match... The first fucking match, which within 30 seconds, breaks his fucking finger. His pinky is literally sideways. He he just looks, and I'm like, fuck! So I just told him, bro, don't look at it. Don't fucking look at it. Obviously, the first thing he does is look at it. Freaks out. I say, calm down. Does anyone know how to put a finger back in place? It's so funny because his opponent's coach was the one that said i do i'm like oh wow what a twist of fate so i'm like his name's tb i'm like tb put your hand on the table puts his hand on the table the his opponent's coach calmly takes his pinker pinky uh pulls it puts it back into place i'm like all right tb tape up your finger and go kick this guy's ass literally tapes up his finger (laughs) submits the guy finishes him Next match finishes the other guy. Next match finishes the other guy. So this TB's a white belt, and these guys are blue and purple belts. So I'm just watching my student, who's only been training since like August, just smash through people who I've been training for years. 
And I'm telling you, it's because of the system that we teach at Immortals. I've pretty much taken John's system of jujitsu, but added a lot more wrestling into it and a lot more mental training. So John pretty much teaches us jujitsu uh, techniques strategies but as far as mentally preparing i feel like he only reserves that for the higher up guys like i literally sit down and talk to my competitors before matches and tell them what mental uh mindset they need to get into we work on a lot on mental toughness we we are very scrappy very gritty at immortals um number one compliment i get from outsiders is how tough my guys are and i'm super proud of that uh, I want I want these guys to be able to win tournaments, but also if they were to get into a fight on the street, they could win using just jujitsu. Um, so TB finally ends up winning gold, and me and Sean agreed on this that if he won gold, he would get a present. So on the gold medal podium, we gave him his blue belt because he very much so deserves it, and it was one of the proudest moments for all of us the first blue belt at immortals jiu-jitsu um means me it meant a lot to us um we were we were talking about you know how could a purple and a brown belt promote someone but you know if we have the blessings of our black belt affiliates and whatnot i think that's enough and you know we are part of uh brunswick jiu-jitsu affiliation which is nice so we have black belts backing us up um other than TB, our other competitors. Other than TB, we had someone uh, by the name of Deshaun, aka Day Day, and uh, he is 335 pounds, um, very an athletic 335 pounder. So uh, he played football, basketball, no, not basketball, I think football, wrestling, and I forgot what sport in spring. So he's got a sports background. So I said, listen, he hasn't been training that long. So what I'm going to do here, we're not going to focus too much on, um, because he wanted to compete right away. Um, we wanted to focus more on getting people to the ground and submitting them. You know, we worked on his guard and stuff like that, but for the most part, takedowns, getting someone on their back submitting them um he's 335 pound perfect forward rolls backward rolls cartwheels uh very limber um and that's that's a huge that's a huge um asset to have when you're that weight but funny funny enough at 335 pounds he was by far the smallest guy in his division his opponents were um so this was the heavyweight division super heavyweight no weight limit six foot six like 340 pounds 350 pounds the guys he was going with were, were fucking absolute animals so what he did he took down every single one of his opponents and he actually submitted them which was so cool someone with such little experience you know learning two or three key submissions that we showed him and just finishing people he ended up winning gold super proud of that it's just such a fulfilling feeling and it, it's almost it's almost more fun than winning yourself watching one of your students win because you know that you taught them everything and it's cool to have a business partner that has the same mindset sean is a very gritty tough guy um and you know he also sacrifices a lot for his students so it was cool to see uh both me and him coaching our guys like um i can't imagine like coaching my guys alone at a tournament man because you have we had four guys 
for some fucking reason, all four of them were um, fighting at the same time all the time. So we had some help. We had my boy Dylan. Dylan does no gi to come. He helped record. It was me, him, and Sean. So you need a team to make a team successful. It, it's very hard if it all lays just on your back. Um, definitely, if you're going to a competition with more than four students, bring some help to help you coach. Super proud of Deshaun. Um, next student was someone who's been training for about two months with wrestling experience. Uh, my boy, Elliot. The next story is pretty cool. Um, so this is the first student that I have gotten from Google. You know, most of my students have come from Instagram and just my social media, but this was uh, for the first time, you know, I got Immortals Jiu-Jitsu on Google. Please go rate it five stars. Um, and this guy was a wrestler. Um, so didn't wrestle elementary school, didn't wrestle in high school, started wrestling in college. I've never heard of that before. It's pretty crazy. But um, yeah, started wrestling in college and wrestled all, all four years in college and was looking for something, you know, challenging to do. He went to a bunch of uh, other gyms and just pretty much didn't enjoy the vibe. Very, you know, playful, bullshit, hobbyist stuff. He came to Immortals and he saw how intense it was. He signed up immediately. And he told me he wanted to immediately compete. So a lot of teachers love to say that, oh, you gotta, you gotta train for like fucking six months before you do your first car. Oh, oh. You gotta, you gotta just come in and drill for six months before you can roll. Me? If you're a grown fucking man and you made a decision that you want to go onto a mat and fight somebody to where you could get your arm or leg broken, if I feel confident enough in my teaching abilities that I could teach you how to defend yourself in a short amount of time, which I know that I can, then yes, you could fucking compete right away. So... If you're a fast learner, if you are a tough guy, if you come to practice every day, yes, you could compete ASAP. If you're a complete bum, zero experience, if you're soft, no, you can't because you're going to hurt you're going to hurt yourself. But if you're a fucking guy who's athletic and I know I could mold real quick, yes, and that that was him. He came in. We worked using his wrestling, worked uh submissions from top like arm triangle americana kimura stuff like that and believe it or not the fucking wrestler ends up submitting his opponents unfortunately in the finals of his division he made the classic wrestler mistake and kept his head up and he got guillotined i wanted to fucking kill him the guy who he went with was was an absolute monster what's really funny we're in maryland two of the guys that faced my guys took my seminar last time i was down there so i'm like damn Hope they don't use the leg like the leg locks I taught them to beat my own students. So Elliot ended up getting silver, which I'm very proud of. He could have easily gotten gold, but we're gonna work on that. Uh, he's competing again today or next week, and it's gonna be awesome. <clears throat> Last but not least, we got my crazy student by the name of Wolfman. Um, a lot of you guys ask about him. He's um, he's got pink hair permanently pink hair always dyes pink covered in tattoos from head to toe absolute complete fucking lunatic 
Um, so he trained at the Taekwondo school that we sublease out of. And he's like, hey, I want to do some jujitsu too. So he started doing jujitsu and he's pretty fucking good. Um, he ended up doing pretty well. He ended up beating everybody except for one guy which is why he got silver. I personally think that he could have smashed everyone. It's just that um, it's been it, it, he's he's been t- it's been a while since he's competed before. So uh, sometimes people will come out and give it their all in the first like one or two minutes. You gotta go in there. You have to attack, but you also need to remain controlled and calculated. If you just fucking mindlessly run at your opponent, you're going to gas out and you're going to lose. Um, he did very well, but some a lot of unnecessary explosiveness is what I think uh, had him lose that last match. Um, really nice video of him doing a triangle on my page. Definitely uh, give him a follow, Wolfman. Real cool dude. So at the end of the day, we, we went home with two silver medals and two gold medals. It was uh, one of the most fulfilling days of my life. It was a nice little road trip. Got to know my students a lot more. Overall, really fun. Can't wait for more tournaments. Um, and, and you know, listen, if you want to raise competitors, you have to lead by example. This is why me and Sean always compete. We compete regularly, try to get at least one, one a month in. So they So these guys have something to look up to. Because if we're giving competition advice and they see us sitting on our ass doing nothing, why would they even listen to us, you know? So um, if you have any questions on how to develop competitors or how to train your students, feel free to contact me anytime. And there you have it, guys. I hope you guys enjoyed the episode, Creating Champions. If you guys have any more questions, you know where to find me. Instagram at K-O-O-L-R-A-K at Immortals Jiu-Jitsu. Check out the podcast at Rambling with Rack and check out the school website, ImmortalsJiu-Jitsu.com. You could also find me on Facebook at Mike Rackshan. Hope you guys had a wonderful, wonderful weekend. My team is competing again next weekend and I'm pretty sure we're going to have some damn good results. Make sure to come check out the school. Make sure to support the school by purchasing merch. And I will see you guys next episode.